Hello and welcome to New Life Restoration Church, where our vision is restoring hope and living with purpose. We are glad you're tuned in to listen to this powerful message and we pray it blesses you. Today I want to talk about navigating your season and the people in it. Okay? Navigating your season and the people in it. I understand that many of us are in a very peculiar and unique season, okay? Um, And it's important that we understand not only the season that we're in, but the role that people play in the season, amen? And so I want to start off by reading a scripture. Uh, We've read this before recently, Ecclesiastes chapter 3, and I want to read the first 11 verses really just to set, again, the foundation of this message. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 1 through 11. I'm reading out of the New Living Translation. I'll give you a couple of seconds if you want to read it with me. Ecclesiastes chapter 3. And here it goes, starting at verse 1, it says, For everything there is a season. Somebody say season. season. Somebody say it one more time, a season. season. For everything there is a season, a time for every activity under heaven. A time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to harvest, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build up, a time to cry and a time to laugh, a time to grieve and a time to dance, a time to scatter stones and a time to gather stones, a time to embrace and a time to turn away, a time to search and a time to quit searching, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to mend, a time to be quiet and a time to speak a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. What do people really get for all their hard work? For I have seen the burden that God has placed on us all, yet God has made, watch this, everything beautiful in its own time. He has planted eternity in the human heart, but even so, people cannot see the whole scope of God's work from beginning to end. So what this scripture is saying is that not only must you understand the season that you're in, but you got to understand how to operate and navigate in it. And it's going to be people, both positive and negative people, that are going to enter into your season. And what I want to do today is I want to teach you how to deal with certain people. Amen. How many how many of you in the house today are dealing with a person or a group of people that may be frustrating you a little bit? Okay, at least one person. As long as I got one person, I'm working in the right direction. Amen. You're going to need to understand what role those people play in the season that you're in. And I believe that this is a peculiar season, a season where God is setting us up. He's positioning us um, to move forward in his will. And when we say that word season, I know a lot of times we think of just chronological time. Okay, it's 2021 now. The next season is 2022. I don't want us to look at a season like that. That's time, amen. That's another year. You entered into another year, but you may be in the same season. I'm going to say that again. You enter into a new year, but you may be in the same season. How you determine season is a season is determined by the progression of God's will in your life. I need somebody to write that down. A season is determined by the progression of God's will in your life. And what you got to ask yourself, depending on the season you're in, God, what are you trying to teach me in this season? What are you preparing me for in this season? 
What are you trying to tell me? What are the things that I should be doing? How should I be productive? What are the things that I should be accomplishing in the season that you have me in? And so today's message is really a two for one special because it's two messages um, or two sermons in one message. The first thing that I want to do is I want to talk about three general seasons, okay, that oftentimes we go through in life, okay? Now, of course, I like to use alliteration and I like to have some level of consistency with my message. And so each season will begin with the letter V, okay, V as in violin. Let me see if you're paying attention. V as in what? Violin. Okay, so each season that I talk about, and, and, and we're not going to spend too much time on those, it is something uh, that starts with the letter V. And I want you to understand kind of where I'm coming from in, in the standpoint of uh, not just understanding the season, but what you should be doing in that season. The second thing that I want to do, and this is the latter half of the message, I want to talk about certain types of people that you need to pursue in the season and certain types of people that you need to avoid in the season. Y'all got that? So, th so the first part of the message, and, and just so you know, um, you got to understand the type of message that I'm giving. This is more of a strategic message. Okay, so I need you to pay attention. I don't really need the amens. If you want to give an amen, uh, every pastor likes an amen. Okay, somebody give me amen. amen. Thank you. Uh, but you don't have to give me the amens, the hallelujahs. I need you to listen. I need you to understand the Bible says, and all that I get in, get a... I need you to understand where I'm coming from. Sometimes uh, messages are for motivation. Sometimes they're for inspiration. Sometimes they're for teaching. This is a strategic message. And I want to thank you, Pastor Courtney, for putting that on Facebook. Um, sometimes a pastor, a minister needs to just be reminded that the messages going forth are being heard and being applied. Amen. So I want to thank you, Pastor Courtney, for putting what you put on, on Facebook. And so let's start off today with the first season. It's a season of valleys. Somebody say a season of valleys. Season of valleys. These are the low moments in our life. These are the seasons that we're going through trials. We're going through tribulations. We're going through certain challenges, certain obstacles. And it's not just about the circumstance that we're in, but it is more so about the mental and emotional burden that comes along with the circumstance. I'm going to say that again. It's not just about the circumstance that you're in. It is about the mental and emotional burden that comes along with the circumstance. So everybody at, a, at various degrees will go through a valley, okay? A low moment in your life. Now, what I want you to do, I want you to pay attention to how people respond to your valleys. I want you to pay attention to who's with you in the mountain and who's with you in the valley. Because sometimes, watch this, people are okay with joining you at the mountaintop but there's nowhere to be found when you're in the valley. And, and so watch this. You got to pay attention. Somebody say pay attention. pay attention. Pay attention to how people respond to you when you're at your low moment. And this is the thing that I, I really believe that you got to really focus on is that you got to some way find an opportunity to bless somebody else in your mess. I, I, I believe sometimes we go through mess and God is looking at how we respond to our mess. And let's just be honest, and, and I can say this for myself, when I'm in the midst of uh, going through something, and I'm in my mess, I want to be left alone. How many people are like that? No, I, I want to be left alone. No, I, I don't need you checking on me. I just need my quiet time. But watch this. 
God is also saying, even in your mess, can you still move and bless somebody else? So, so this is what, what God is, is teaching us. This is what he's trying to prepare us for. Even in the midst of your trial, can you give a word from the Lord? Even in the midst of your tribulation, even in the midst of you going through something, can you still block out everything that you're going through and receive a revelation from God and give it to somebody else in need? Sometimes we are so focused on our mess that we missed an opportunity to bless somebody else. I'm going to say that again. Sometimes we are so focused on our mess that we missed an opportunity to bless somebody else. That's what we were talking about on last week, a Kairos moment. What would we say a Kairos moment was? It is a window of opportunity for you to move in the will of God. It is a window of opportunity for you to move in the will of God. And sometimes we miss those opportunities because windows open and windows close. And, and, and so that is understanding the season that we're in. So if you're going through a valley right now, I pray that the spirit of God is encouraging you right now in the name of Jesus. I pray that he gives you a spirit of encouragement, a spirit of strength, a spirit of grace that you will overcome any obstacle, any challenge, any trial, any tribulation that you're going through. I'm praying for you. Somebody ought to just speak into the atmosphere. I'm praying for you. Oh, come on now. Come on now. So watch this. It is a season of valleys. You're going through something. You're going through a test. But as we said on last week, every test is an opportunity to turn it into a testimony. Mm, I could have ran right there. Lord, have mercy. Every test that you go through is an opportunity to turn it into a testimony. That's how you know, watch this, you pass the test. If, if a week, month, or even a year later, you now got a testimony. If you ain't got a testimony, maybe you still need to be in the test. Mm. So watch this, these valleys that we go through, we're going to find tests. We're going to find tribulations. We're going to find trials. But the key to it is, watch this, not to allow us to be so mentally and emotionally burdened that we can't move in the will of God. Y'all got that? So that is the first season, a season of valleys. This is the second season. What do we say the season is going to begin with? The letter what? So the second one is a season a vision, okay? I know a couple of y'all are in this season right now. This season, it focuses on your purpose and bringing your vision into a reality. I'm gonna say that again. This is a season of purpose and bringing your vision into reality. It is a season of becoming who God has called you to be. If you have a vision of what God wants you to do, but watch this, you are making the right decisions and you're moving forward in becoming the vision, turning the vision into a reality. It is a season of growth, a season of development, a season where you're pursuing the will of God. Even watch this, a, a season of discovery, that you're discover, discovering the calling that God has over your life. You're discovering God-ordained assignments that he's given you. You're understanding, watch this, the people that you're called to now. So this is a season of vision, and what the Spirit of God is saying is that if you are in this season, you need to remain focused. Somebody say focus. focus. Somebody say it again, focus. focus. I'm not forgetting about y'all on the virtual. Somebody put in that comment section, focus. The, the enemy, watch this, if you are in a season of vision, he's going to send distractions your way. 
Now, I know I said that at least the past couple of weeks, and I'm just trying to, to give you the prophetic word of God. The enemy is going to send distractions your way. And, and the distraction is really not to, to distract you for a, a whole year. Now, if you allow it to, the enemy will, will let it happen. But the distraction is more so for a short period of time. Because I believe that this is a season where, again, we're operating in Kairos moments. So if the, if the enemy can get you to miss a Kairos moment, he's done his job. Mm -hmm. Because the Kairos moment could have been somebody else's deliverance. Mm -hmm. The Kairos moment could have been somebody else uh, uh, receiving a calling that you spoke over their life. The Kairos moment could have been an opportunity for you to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ and for somebody else to be saved. Mm -hmm. So if the enemy can distract you for a moment, he, watch this, got the best of you. And you're going to have to wait until the window opens again. So if you're in a season of vision, the spirit of God is saying you must remain focused. Amen. And not only must you remain focused, you must identify the people that are going to help you in the vision and identify the people that harm you in the vision. Mm -hmm. mm. Pastor Courtney got that one. It's certain people that God is sending your way that are designed to help you fulfill your vision. They're designed to help you fulfill your calling, but you got to pay attention. Somebody say pay attention. pay attention. But there are other people that the enemy sends your way. And sometimes the enemy doesn't even send them. They just send themselves. You know, you got some people, they just send themselves. They want to be connected to you because you got something going on. Maybe you just got a promotion and they see your package, your, your, your pockets getting a little bit fatter. I want to be connected to that person. Amen. I want to be connected to Pastor Courtney when them, pack, them, them, them uh, pockets getting a little bit fatter. So watch this. Some people, are, they're going to, out of their own volition, choose to connect with you. But you're going to have to sit back, discern and decide, ah, this person is not helping me fulfill my vision. They're actually harming me. Now, it's okay for us to be associates. But when it comes to work, when it comes for me doing what God has called me to do, I don't need you like that. So it's certain people, watch this, that are designed to help you, and there are certain people that are designed to harm you. Uh, here's how you know somebody is, is for your vision. If, if y'all look at the same thing and y'all see how it could play out. Oh, maybe y'all missed that. Let me, let me do it this way. Just because we're looking at the same thing doesn't mean we see the same thing. Mm, somebody missed that. Just because we're looking at the same thing doesn't mean we see the same thing. You can see an opportunity for failure. I can see an opportunity for success. Mm -hmm. You can see an opportunity uh, uh, to, to move away from a person. I can see an opportunity to draw to that person. Mm -hmm. There are certain things. This is how you know somebody is called to help you in your vision. If you can look at the same thing and see the same thing or how it's going to play out. It's some, it's some people, watch this, just listen to them. Just, if you just tell them a little bit about your vision, just see how they respond. If they're not in alignment with your mindset, they may not need to be with you. Because God, watch this, is taking you to a greater level. Just because you were with them in one level doesn't mean you're called to be with them at another level. They're going to draw you back down to their level. What God is saying is it's going to be certain people that watch this. You may not even know them. Sometimes watch this. You may not even like them, but they're called to help you. And sometimes we'll send a person away just because we don't like them. 
and God actually sent us to them. But the people we like, the people we like to hang around, that's who we partner with for our vision. And then all of a sudden, three, five years later, the business ain't going well. Well, because you didn't move in what God told you to move in. And so if you are in a season of vision, okay, where you're trying to turn your vision into a reality, you're trying to fulfill your purpose, he says, watch this, you must remain focused. I cannot stress that enough. This is going back all the way to last year where God gave us four prophetic keys. To, to move in, in, in the season and really move in, in, the, in uh, the progression of his will. And one of the things he said is, you must remain focused. I cannot stress that enough. If you are not focused in this season of your life, you're getting ready to miss some blessings. Amen. You're getting ready to miss some manifestations. You're getting ready to miss some opportunities. And God, watch this, is opening doors for you, but you're not walking through them because you're not focused. Mm, my God. He says this is a season. If you're in a season of vision, you must remain focused on what it is that God is calling you to do. Now, here's the third one. And, and, and after I get this third one, I'm going to transition in, in, into uh, focusing really on the types of people. The third, and I hope you're getting this, amen. I, I hope you're writing this down. The third one is a season of victories, okay? We said that you go through a season of valleys. You go through a season of vision where you're on the come up. Somebody say, I'm on the come up. Mm, I just need to confess that over my life right now. If you down right now, you just need to put in that comment section, I'm on the come up. God is doing something amazing in my life. And so that vision is to come up. But watch this. You have a season of victories. This is a season where you watch this have accomplishments, milestones, achievements. Blessings are manifesting over not only your life, but the people that you are connected to. You are achieving the goals that you've set out. Now, this is what we said. In the season of valley, you got to stay encouraged. In the season of vision, you got to stay focused. In a season of victories, watch this, you got to stay humble. Somebody say, stay humble. What did, what did Kim, Kendrick Lamar say? I ain't going to say the whole song, amen. That ain't for Sunday service. But it was something like, uh, sit down, be humble, what it was. Something like that. It was something like that. Let that, that let's keep it right there. He, he said you got to be humble. Watch this. When you're going through a season of victories and God is blessing you, uh, and really, watch this, it's not just he's blessing you. Um, you're, you're reaping what you sowed. Okay? That, that is what is going on. Uh, when you were in the season of valleys, you were sowing. Mm. You were sowing. You were ministering to people. You were doing what God was telling you to do. Now is your season to be at the mountaintop, the season of victories. And now he said, watch this. Don't forget who blessed you. Sometimes we, go, uh, 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 we can dwell in our own success and we think, oh, it's because of me that I got this accomplishment. It's because of me that I achieved this goal. No, it is because of the grace and the mercy that God had over your life. Because let's just be honest, you were making mistakes. Mm. You were doing things wrong. You were out there living a the life that you want to live. But God, but God was gracious enough, merciful enough to still consider you favored in his sight. And he decided to still bless you anyway. Now, here's the thing that I need you to do. And this is a good one. Pay attention to how people celebrate your victories. And really pay attention. I'm talking about use the spirit of discernment because and sometimes it could work vice versa. Sometimes people are with you 
uh, in the victories, but not with you in the valleys. But there are other people that are with you in the valleys, but not with you in the victories. Y'all got that? I'm going to say that again because some, some of y'all were a little slow with the head nod. Some, some, some of us, watch this, we deal with people that are with us when the victories are there because they want a piece of the action. Ain't nothing wrong with getting a little piece of the action, okay? If you could, you know, you, you get what I'm saying. Sometimes they're with you in the season of victories, but they're no way to be found in your season of valleys. Now, that's a problem with me, okay? Because whether I'm high or low, I need you to be with me. Amen. Glory to your name, God. But there's some people, and these are the people that you got to watch out for. They'll be with you in the season of valleys. They'll call you. Oh, how you doing? I know you're going through that circumstance right there, you know. But when you got this on the come up and start and things start moving and shaking in your life, there's no way to be there's no way to be found in your season of victories. You gotta watch those people because they want to see you in the valley. Mm. Actually, they want to keep you in the valley because that's where they are. The moment God starts moving in your life, there's no way to be found. They're not celebrating you. You know, maybe you just got uh, promoted or whatever. They don't even get they, they were calling you every day when you were going through that circumstance. But now all of a sudden, you just got blessed with a promotion or you just got blessed, um, you know, in some way, form, or fashion. Now all of a sudden, they hadn't called you for two weeks. Pay attention. Because, watch this, now you're discerning their motives and intentions. Oh, maybe they like seeing you in the valley. They like seeing you down and out. But when God starts to move, there's no way to be found. So it's a season of valleys, a season of vision, and a season of victories. Now, before we get into, um, you know, the people that you need to pursue and the people that you need to avoid, I need you to write these scriptures down, amen. How many people are ready to write? Okay, one person, that's fine with me. Uh, I'm going to give you seven principles of a strong circle. You're going to need a strong circle to fulfill your purpose. Somebody say, I got to have my circle. Somebody put that in the comment section. I got to have my circle. I'm going to read these scriptures uh, pretty quickly, so I just need you to write them down. These are the seven principles of a strong circle. The first one is Proverbs chapter 27, verse 17. I'm going to say it again. Proverbs 27, 17. I encourage you to go back and read these scriptures. I'm reading out of the NLT. It says, as iron sharpens iron, so a friend sharpens another. Or so a friend sharpens a friend. So watch this. One characteristic of a strong circle is that they sharpen you. Okay, y'all got that? Mm -hmm. Okay, if you got it, I'm going to move on to the next one. The second one, Proverbs 13, 20. I'm going to say it again because I need to write these scriptures down. I'm not trying to explain them. I just need you to write them down because if you write them down and, and you're hearing the word of the Lord right now and you spend a little bit more time on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I believe God is getting ready to give you some more revelation. Proverbs 13, verse 20, it says, Walk with the wise and become wise. Mm -hmm. Associate with fools and get in trouble. He says another characteristic of a strong circle is that, watch this, they teach you. In other words, you got to ask yourself, can I learn from this person? If I can learn something from this person, they can be in my circle. Amen. So that's Proverbs 13, 20. Here's the third one. Proverbs 17 and 17. This is what it says. A friend is always loyal. I'm going to read that again. A friend is sometimes loyal. Okay, a, a friend is always loyal and a brother is born to help in a time of need. 
another characteristic, or really this is two, they're loyal to you. Whether you're up or whether you're down, they're loyal. Mm. Whether you, you did something good or you did something bad, they're loyal. They're going to stick with you. And then it also adds the, the piece that, okay, they're going to help in time of need. So that was Proverbs 17 to 17. I'm going through these. I hope you're writing these scriptures down. Proverbs 12, 26. This is what it says. The godly give good advice to their friends, and the wicked lead them astray. Another characteristic, they give good advice. I'm trying to help you build a strong circle to help you fulfill your purpose and the God-ordained assignment that is over your life. They give good advice. Here's the next one, Proverbs 18 and 24. It says, there are friends who destroy each other, but a real friend sticks closer than a brother. In other words, watch this. Do they stick with you no matter what? Do they stick with you no matter what? Proverbs 27, 6. I'm almost done with this. Proverbs 27, 6, it says, Wounds from a sincere friend are better than many kisses from an enemy. In other words, can they tell you the truth? Can they be honest with you? Because sometimes, watch this, uh, we want people by our side that are going to boost us up. But we know we're wrong. But a friend is going to tell you what the situation is. No, I got to be honest with you. You were acting a fool out there. Now, I, I, I helped, you know, when you were in a fight, I helped you. But I'm going to just be honest, you started that fight. I just didn't want to see you get beat up. You know, I, you know, now I was throwing blows with you. But when we get back to the house, I'm going to just let you know, yeah, you were acting a fool. You drank a little bit too much. Can they be honest with you? You don't need people gassing you up. Yeah, you know, they did this and that. Nah, that, that ain't how I saw it. I'm going to stick by you, and I'm going to help you out. But I gotta be honest, amen. Here's the last one. Uh, Ecclesiastics chapter four, verses nine and 10. Two people are better off than one, for they can help each other succeed. If one person falls, the other can reach out and help. But someone who falls alone is in real trouble. My God. So this goes back to what we just said earlier. Even in the midst of our mess, sometimes, we, and, and, and don't get me wrong, sometimes we, it's okay to be alone, okay? But God has not designed the church. He does not uh, design um, even uh, his kingdom for us to operate alone, okay? So what he's saying is, is that if you operate alone, you're going to fall and nobody's going to be there to catch you. But what he's also saying is, watch this, two people are better off than one. For they can help each other succeed. If one person falls, the other can reach out and help. In other words, do you have somebody, a friend, a family member, whatever the case may be, that is going to catch you when you fall? Okay? That can, can they catch you when you fall so you're not at the point where you're wallowing in your valley? And this is, this is uh, something I believe the Spirit of God is saying. Even if you're in the valley, you can't stay there. Mm, somebody missed that. Even if you're in the valley, God has not designed you to stay there. Sometimes, watch this, we stay in the valley because of the mental and emotional burden. God, uh, uh, Jesus could not stay at the Garden of Gethsemane. He had to get up and fulfill his assignment. So even if you're in the midst of a valley, you need a brother or a sister in Christ that is going to pick you up and bring you to the mountaintop. My God, can you walk with me? Can you encourage me in such a way that I get up and do what it is that I'm called to do? 
This type of person is going to encourage you when you need encouragement. They're going to motivate you when you need motivation. They're going to put you in check when you need to be put in check. These are the type of people that you need to build a strong circle. Did y'all write those scriptures down? Okay. Now, I believe, watch this. God is getting ready to send some people your way. And you're going to have to, watch this, discern. You're going to have to discern, is this somebody, I don't want to use the word qualifies, but is this somebody that is going to help me fulfill my purpose? Or are they going to actually hinder me or harm me from fulfilling the God-ordained assignment that is over my life? Look, this is the next thing that I want to do, and I'm, I'm getting ready to close. Um, this is what the Spirit of God told me this morning. Oftentimes, y'all know the phrase, I, I can't remember exactly, but um, it's something like uh, time will tell. You know, uh, if you just wait, you know, uh, uh, time will reveal the person's motives, the person's in intentions. Uh, time will tell. I, I believe we got to go a little bit deeper than that and say, watch this. The season you're in will oftentimes reveal your circle. I hope you got that. Your season will oftentimes reveal your circle. I'm going to say it one more time. Your season. That's why we went over these seasons, a season of valleys, a season of vision, and a season of, of oh, I still got a little bit more. Don't worry about it. I still got a little bit more. And I say, I, hey, you know, usually I don't, I don't say, you know, uh, the, the preachers that say, I give me five more minutes and I go 15. This is one of those situations. You know, I'm, I'm going to be honest. At least I'm honest with you. You know, I, I might have said we were closing and you might have assumed five minutes. But it's about 15, 20. If I, could, if I could do it in 10, I'll do it, amen. But we're not fit to rush the, the word of the Lord. This is what he's saying. Your season will oftentimes reveal your circle. That's why you got to pay attention. Now, these are three people that you need to pursue. Uh, are you paying attention? Okay, somebody put in that comment section. I'm paying attention. These are three people that you need to pursue in your circle. Number one, you need people who are messengers. And just so you know, uh, these are going to begin with the letter M. I, I love the, the whole consistency. Messengers. Now, from a consistent basis, these are your pastors. These are your preachers. These are your ministers because what you want from a messenger is what, what is the revelation for me in this season of my life? What is the information that I need to know? Maybe God told you one thing, but you need confirmation. So the messenger is either going to give you revelation, information, or confirmation. I like that. The messenger is going to give you revelation, information, or confirmation. Now, again, on a consistency basis, these are your pastors, your ministers, your prophets. We have to do our job in giving the truth of the word of God. But you're going to also have uh, unique people or unique circumstances where God sends you a messenger um, in a Kairos moment. I hope you got that. You got the consistent messengers. Hopefully, you're either coming to church or you're attending virtually on a consistent basis. Sunday to Sunday, Wednesday to Wednesday, we're going to give you the word of God. But he says, watch this, also when you're going through life, it's going to be certain people that God puts in your path that is called to give you a message. Mm. It is a message that you need to know. Maybe you've been dealing with this situation and you've been stressing out about making this decision and now all of a sudden you meet somebody in the grocery store, you were shopping, you know, at Ross trying to find something cheap. You know, um, I, I just noticed, you know, well, I ain't going to say that. But I, but I noticed the Ross is kind of the, the low version of TJ Maxx. Is, am I right about that? Okay. I just noticed that. I went into one in Daphne. I went in Ross. You know, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, Ross. And then I went in TJ Maxx. I was like, wait. 
you look a little different. Do I belong here? You know, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to dwell on that. But, but here, here's what <laughs> my, my wife said, wrap it up, okay? Wrap it up. You, you're losing it right there. People who are messengers, maybe you're in the midst of a circumstance and you're trying to make a decision and somebody, uh, uh, God sends you somebody that is designed to give you confirmation. These are the people that you need to pay attention to. They are messengers of God. Somebody put on Facebook today, and it was one of my former co-workers. He was like, um, you know, what does angel of the Lord mean? And, you know, we went over that multiple times, and I'm, I'm getting a little bit more comfortable with Facebook and, and, you know, putting out statuses and, you know, responding to people and things like that. So I was like, well, I'll just let them know. Uh, it, generally speaking, it means a messenger of the Lord. In other words, God sent a messenger down. But a lot of times, depending on how the translation is, it was the second member of the Holy Trinity, Jesus Christ. We know Jesus Christ in the New Testament, but he was still um, the son of God in the Old Testament. So oftentimes the father would send the son, Jesus Christ, down to be, watch this, a messenger. He was sent, watch this, to give Moses a message. I need you to get this. He was sent to Abraham to give him a message. God is going to send you somebody to give you a message. It is a message of revelation. It is a, re a, a message of confirmation that this is what God is telling you to do. This is what God is preparing for you in this season of your life. And when you receive a message of confirmation or revelation, you got to move in that revelation. Because sometimes, watch this, what, what we are doing right now, we're sitting on revelation. Mm. Revelation is not to sit on, it's to move on. Mm. Somebody ought to put that in the comment section. Revelation is not to sit on, it's to move on. That's why, watch this, it is revelation. It, is, it will be revealed in its time. So watch this. It, it, it means, watch this, you must be, go forward in what God is telling. That's why he says you must know the truth. Then the truth will set you free. If you don't apply the truth, it's not going to do nothing for you. So the first type of person that you need to pursue is, watch this, you need to pursue a messenger or people that are sent to give a message. The second one, people who are mentors. Now, I've said this how many times? I've said this so many times. If you haven't moved on this, you're behind. I'm going to go ahead and say it. I'm going to go ahead and say it because if you have not selected a mentor in your life, and we've been saying it almost the past year, you are sitting on God's word for your life. I'm going to say it one more time because I hope the spirit of God is convicting you right now because we've been saying this for almost a year. You need a mentor. You may, it may take some time to find it, but are you praying for a mentor? Are you calling people? Are, are you asking, hey, who's your mentor? You need a mentor, and if you do not move in this revelation, watch this, you're going to miss a critical moment in your life. I'm telling you, mentors are there to give you wise counsel and guidance. You're wondering why you make, you're making mistakes. You're making mistakes because you don't have a mentor. Don't blame the mistakes on the enemy. No, God gave you the revelation. He said, no, the mentor would have told you what to do in that situation. To the mentor, amen. This is the third type of person that you need to pursue. People who are motivators. These are the type of people that are going to support you. These are the type of people that are going to encourage you, that are going to inspire you. Everybody needs somebody that motivates them, amen. Everybody needs somebody that, are going, that is going to support them no matter what. Even watch this, you know, you could come up with the, the craziest business ever. 
Yeah, you know, it, you ain't called to do it, but they still support you. Because, you know, we, we've all had some, some situations, uh, yeah, I don't know if they call to do that, but I'm going to support them anyway. And then I believe God is going to lead them in the right path. No, these are people that you need, watch this, that are going to support you spiritually, sometimes financially, sometimes emotionally, mentally. They're going to give you advice. They're going to, to see, they're going to, watch this, these are what motivators do. They're going to find a way to bless you. I need you to get that. They're going to find a way to bless you. They're going to listen to your circumstance, and they're going to see, watch this, what they can give in the midst of it. Because you may be asking them, you may want money, but they discern and say, no, they need prayer. Mm -hmm. You may uh, want prayer, and they give you prayer, but they say, here, a little something for your pockets. You get what I'm saying? That's what a motivator does. A motivator just doesn't go into the situation and say, oh, this is what the person needs. No, a motivator will sit there and listen. Sit there and learn and see what you're going through and say, no, this is what this person needs. They need encouragement right now. They need support right now. Or maybe watch this, they need to be put in check right now. That's what a motivator does. So these are the three types of people that you need in your circle and that you need to pursue. You need messengers, mentors, and motivators. I'm going to say it again. Messengers, mentors, and motivators. Now, let me go to the people that you need to avoid. Now, we said each of these are beginning with the letter M, right? The first person that you need to avoid, people who are messy. People who are messy. This is what the Lord is telling you. Stop telling your business to messy people. I'm trying to help somebody out here. Stop telling your business to messy people. You sometimes watch this, you just want to find somebody to talk to. And I understand that. But they're messy. They're going to tell it to somebody else. You're you going to start off, hey, don't tell this to nobody. That's how we do We Don't tell this to nobody. But you know, th this is my situation. This is how going on. They're like, oh, man. Oh, yeah. Now, they're going to help you in the time of need. They'll pray for you. They'll be there for you, all this and that. But as soon as they get in the car, they're going to call somebody. Or as soon as they have that opportunity, because they're messy. And, and sometimes this is what we do. Uh, and I'm not saying the person is not a good uh, person to be around or anything like that. All I'm saying is sometimes we look at their potential and not their patterns. Hmm, my God. Sometimes we, we look at their potential. Oh, this will be a good person to be in my strong circuit. They got so many strong characteristics and strengths. But they, we miss their patterns. We, we, we forgot that, okay, the last... Ten times I told them something, they told somebody else. Because we focus on their potential, not their patterns. These are people, watch this, who find, uh, who, want, who want gossip to spread it. That, 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 that's their goal. They want to hear the gossip. And let me just say, especially for, for y'all two that are going back to uh, school right now, watch out for the gossipers. Watch out for the messy people. Because sometimes, and I understand, y'all teachers are going to be going through a lot, okay? And you're going to need somebody to vent to. What God is saying is you got to be careful who you vent to. Matter of fact, at your job, you got to be careful who you vent to. Oh, Lord have mercy. I hope you're getting this. 
This is a strategic message that God is preparing you for your season. Stop telling your business to messy people. Now, sometimes, watch this, you may need a gossiper on your side. Sometimes, because, watch this, sometimes you, certain information you needed to spread. Somebody missed that. It was, I believe it was in Matthew chapter 16, uh, the Bible says that Jesus was with his disciples on the coast of Caesarea Philippi, and he sent the disciples out um, in, into the town to talk to the people. And then when they got back, um, Jesus asked them, well, who are the people saying? In other words, what's the gossip? Based on, you know, your conversations with people, what are people saying? They said, well, some people saying you're, you're John the Baptist. Some people saying you're Elijah. Some people saying Jeremiah or one of the other prophets. That's the gossip. Jesus needed to know that. He said, okay, I'm going to use that. But let, but, but let me ask you one more question. Who do you say that I am? In other words, the people in my circle. Because I don't need the people in my circle to believe the gossip. Some, <laughs> somebody missed that. Sometimes we allow people in our circle and they're gossipers. No, if I tell you something, you ain't part of my circle. And I don't want it to leave the circle. I need you to be loyal, amen. So he said, no, who do you say that I am? He said, Peter spoke for the group. No, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Jesus said, I can deal with that. I can work with that. Because he said, now that's going to be the cornerstone of the church. In the next verse, he said, I will build my church. Matter of fact, he gave Peter his prophet. Then he said, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatever you bound on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. In other words, I can use both gossip and the truth. Now, sometimes gossip is truth. It's just not meant to be spread. My God. Avoid messy people. I'm going to say this one more time and I'm going to leave it alone because this is what the Spirit of God is saying. Stop telling your business to messy people. Here's the second one, person you need to avoid. People who are malicious. Now, oftentimes, you can discern these people. Malicious means they do harm to you, okay? They, they intentionally want to do harm to you. So these are just people, I'm not going to spend too much time on this one, but these are just people that you got to avoid. You don't need nobody doing any harm to you. You, you don't need uh, somebody, you tell them uh, your business and they praying against you. Okay, I hope nobody ain't praying against you. But unfortunately, watch this, the enemy works in such a way that uh, people are conniving and they want revenge. Maybe something happened five, ten years ago and they want their revenge. Okay, so just, just watch out. Again, I, I don't think this is, uh, I think this is one that we can discern fairly well, but people who are malicious that do harm to you. Now, this third one, there's a little bit more to discern, or a little bit more difficult to discern. People who are manipulative. Okay? People who manipulate. In other words, they mentally and emotionally control you. Now, I, I wish I could explain this, this better because it's, it's in my head, but I don't, I don't know if it's going to come out in my mouth right. But people who manipulate, they know how to work you and the system. You get what I'm saying? So they, they'll be nice as all get out. They'll help you. They, you know, if you need you know, some money, they'll give you some money. If you need a uh, prayer, they know how to pray. But it, it's something, it's an a intentional motive in them that they want to, watch this, have you in their back pocket. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? I'm going to do this for this person, and, 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 and later on, I'm, I'm going to hit them with something else. People who know how to manipulate. Y'all get what I'm saying? Yeah. These are the people, these are, are, are people that are 
difficult to discern. He's saying you got to watch out for messy people. You got to watch out for malicious people, and you got to watch out for manipulative people. People who know how to mentally and emotionally control you. You could be in a, in a situation um, and, you know, your emotions are up and down, and that's when they hit you. Well, you know, um, yeah, I just had a flat tire. I need to buy, an, you know, an, an, another set of tires or whatever. You know, you, you got, you know, a couple hundred I could borrow. Because they know you're up and down right now. They just manipulated you, and they know when to do it. They know how to do it. They know when to do it. You got to watch out for those people. And I hear the Spirit of God say, especially at work. Especially, Lord have mercy, especially at work. And the Spirit of God is, is telling me this, but he's, he's telling somebody this. He's telling somebody on that live stream, watch out for the people at work. Watch out for the people at work because you got messy people. You got people actually that are trying to harm you. you. They know you're trying to get that promotion and they're trying to set you up because they want that position too. And it's people, watch this, who are manipulative. They're trying to mentally and emotionally see how they can take advantage of you. So you got to build a strong circle because a lot of times, watch this, a strong circle will, you don't have to avoid those people the strong circle, because of their prayer and their intercession, will block it out. The strong circle has placed a hedge of protection around you. Somebody hear what I'm saying? They've interceded for you in such a way that, watch this, the person that's trying to manipulate you can't even get close to you. Every time they try to get close to you, you dip it and dodge it. They'll, oh, can you go to lunch with me? Nah, you know, I work out during lunch. No, they ain't going well you don't work out during lunch. You in the car sleep. Yeah, I, I work out at lunch. No, no, sometimes you got to dip and dive and avoid some of these people. Because, watch this, one lunch can turn into a mouthful of mess. <laughs> you just had lunch with them. And, and I, trust me, it, it's happened to me before because the environment feels comfortable. You just got out of a frustrating situation, maybe at your job or whatever the case may be, and you need somebody to vent to. This seems like the environment. And they start telling you a little bit. Yeah, I'm going through this, I'm going through that. And you, watch this, now identify with This is what a manipulative person does. They, they see an area to identify in. And when they identify with that area, it opens up you to give your mess. I'm trying to help somebody. I don't know if I, we could break it down to you even, even more than what we just did. These are the situations that God is saying you need to watch out and pay attention for. It's people that I'm calling and sending your way that you need to connect with. It's business partners that you need to connect with in the name of Jesus. It's investors, people, watch this, that God is putting in your path that are willing to invest in your business, invest in your calling, invest in your ministry. And you watch this, got to partner with them. Which means, watch this, a partner helps one another out. It's not just a one-sided situation. It's not just you helping me out. No, I'm going to find opportunities for me to help you out as well. But he's also saying it's some people that you got to disconnect with and avoid. It's some people, watch this, that you're in partnership right now that you got to disconnect. You got to cut the, the cord. You got to cut the cord. Then there's other people, watch this, who are trying to attach themselves to you. That either the enemy sent their, their way or they just see something in you that they like. That's not the person for you. Discern the people, discern the seasons and the people in it. 
Y'all get that title? Mm -hmm. Discern your season and the people in it. My prayer is that this message hits you, not only in your heart, but in your mind. Because I, I truly believe in the next couple of weeks or months, you're going to see some of these things play out. And, and as a pastor, I would like for you to tell me when it plays out. Okay? When this, th this plays out, because this is the prophetic word of God. God is trying to prepare you for something. When these situations play out, I want you to either text me, call me, or meet me after church or something and say, yeah, you know, this was a situation. Because watch this. Every, every once in a while, you, you, you need to talk to the pastor to get advice. A pastor doesn't just preaches. A pastor, watch this, gives advice too. I was uh, at uh, Reverend King Church at Prayer House Ministries. I said, it's a difference between a preacher and a pastor. I'm going to say it again. It's a difference between a preacher and a pastor. A preacher uh, preaches the word of God, then dips. A pastor preaches the word of God, then dwells. Because maybe, watch this, somebody needs prayer after the message. Maybe somebody needs intercession after the message. Maybe somebody needs godly counsel or advice after the message. It's a difference. A pastor has a, high, a, 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 a tremendous calling on their life because, watch this, they got to deal with people. I was telling Reverend King, look, I'm here to preach the word of God. In other words, after I get in the word of God, you know, and people need to, I'll talk to people and this and that, but watch this. He has to deal with the problem because he's the pastor of the church. If a guest preacher comes in here, you can talk to him or her afterwards and, and say, oh, yeah, this is that. But watch this. When the issues come, the pastor has to deal with it. And, and, and I'm trying to get you to understand that I'm not just a preacher, I'm a pastor. Some people are just called to preach or to minister. Some people are called to preach and pastor. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? And so what I'm saying is, you have, if you are a member, you have the opportunity to text Pastor Courtney and I. You have the opportunity to say, hey, can, uh, Pastor, can I talk with you after church? I understand we, we're living in COVID and we gotta put certain measures in place now, but you got my number. Amen. You know how to reach out to me. You know how to reach out to Pastor Courtney. Now, I'm going to be honest. If, if you text me 3 a.m., I, I may or may not hear it. You know, don't get mad with a pastor didn't answer my text message. Well, it was 3 a.m. I mean, it's 3 a.m. You know, I'm, I'm not God. <laughs> Amen. Some, and, and I know y'all don't do that, but unfortunately, some people think their pastor is God. And that's a sad thing. That's a sad thing. Because watch this, that is hindering their relationship with the true and living God. So all I'm saying is, is that if you are in the midst of one of these circumstances, if you're in the season of, of valleys, a season of vision, or a season of victories, talk to your, one of your pastors. Get some godly counsel. Get some godly advice. And then move as God's will progresses in your life. Amen. That concludes today's word. We pray it blessed you. If you are interested in sowing into this ministry, you can do so through the church's cash app that can be found in the description of this episode. Have a wonderful day and live with purpose.